0: The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language.
1: Hello and welcome to the next installment of the Diesel Performance Podcast hosted by me, Nick. Again, I have pirated the microphone from Paul Wilson. And today we are going to tackle the topic of light-duty, I don't know, baby diesels? I don't know what we're going to call them. But I have a DJ with me and I have Jamie Curley with me. And these guys, uh, they have a little bit of experience. Jamie, tell me, introduce yourself. Jamie Curley, Vice President of Operations, Sales Strategies.
0: Um, yeah, uh, avid uh, car, truck enthusiast. Um,
1: thanks for having me. Great. You have spent some time with the 2.8 liter.
0: I have spent some time with the 2.8, yep. Uh, drove it around casual for a week and then uh, last night at the
1: drag. Yep, last night, night at the drag strip, which you're still recovering from. <clears throat> Very much so. All right. <laughs> DJ, fill me in. What what have you done with the 2.8 liter?
2: Uh, did some daily driving and then really just first time driving it was uh, at the drag ship, full throttle. Yeah, which is typical of most test drives that you do. <laughs> it's,
1: it's kind of our resident yeah. uh, resident drag racer. DJ's got a lot of seat time in the race truck. Um, hot rodder, right? Yeah. Mechanic here at CPS. Street racer. Street racer. And it involves going fast. All right. So, yes, you are a Stig. <laughs> So, what I want to focus the episode around today is kind of how we are feeling out the the market on this light duty deal, right? So, we're typically in the six point six, six point seven liter Cummins, the you know, the three quarter ton trucks, and now we're moving into the two point eight liter Duramax, and we're seeing a lot of activity on these things. How many we sell? A lot. So, uh, twenty five tunes. Twenty five tunes last May. month. Yep, I c- cannot believe there's that many guys out there. On month one, who are like, yeah, turn this thing up.
0: No, definitely has a lot of interest, a lot of draw, getting a lot of good feedback, calls coming in every day. So, huge, huge opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, very surprising. And its natural competitor, which you guys took to the racetrack yesterday, was the 3.0 liter Eco Diesel again.
0: Nice, nice truck. Uh, again, casual driving for the week, um, did some time towing. Uh, aesthetically, very nice inside and out. Uh, it was a, it was a strong comparison between the two. I would um, say they're well matched. I mean, very well matched. SUV versus pickup, you know, obvious difference, but uh, sure. It,
1: both both very capable.
0: Um, both has uh, you know
2: g- good towing aspects to it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, DJ, you put a few miles on that thing the other night, right? Towed with yeah, the to Grand
2: Cherokee. Yeah, yeah Grand Tree. Ch- um, surprisingly, it towed very well for an SUV. I was. Not expecting it. The uh, oil temp ranged from two ten to two twenty, depending if I was going uphill or downhill, and the trans temp didn't really go over one ninety four. So I was I was impressed with that, being that it wasn't overheating with a thirty five hundred pound car in the back.
1: Yeah, never mind the two thousand pound trailer. So I mean yeah. we're pretty much at at or above weight, and uh, I, my impressions of the Jeep are the same. I mean I thought it handled handled the load admirably i thought the eco diesel was a well-matched deal for the eight. so i mean two consumer vehicles why would we not take them to the drag strip yeah right
0: yeah it was it was quite the ride yeah but, uh I, I i was uh <laughs> yeah set this up for me man and what was your confidence level Gene? yeah on so yeah great question nick thanks for bringing this up <laughs> i was uh i was i was uh, kind of giving up some shit i thought hey you know it's uh going to gonna take him to school I've heard uh, you know all the stories about DJ and uh, his his uh, heroics on the track and I thought hey I'm going to I'm going to muscle up on this one I'm going to take the canyon I'm going to walk him and uh, I'm going to take him to school right yeah <clears throat> nope. Nope. That was uh, furthest from the fact. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it, it was doomed from, uh, from the onset. Doomed like, from the get-go. It's always
1: those electronics yeah. that get you, right? Like.
0: It is. Well, again, you know, I, I don't know if it's speed secrets, but uh, <laughs> D- DJ did not tell me about all the things I needed to do. I mean um, I gave you the lowdown. You very low. You uh <laughs> you did not tell me about the traction control and uh some other you know drag racing aspects but uh yeah it was uh it was interesting it was fun um th- the results by comparison were pretty close. Um DJ's an experienced driver. He obviously has the edge on me when it comes to uh you know to reaction time and yeah but when you look at the
1: the, the time slips very comparable i mean I, I appreciate you guys just hot hot lapping the ever-living shit out of these things <laughs> i think you gave me like 10 <laughs> slips in the course of an hour i don't was there anybody else at the track uh, there's
2: a couple people, couple people. It was a
1: showstopper. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Literally, they were stopping the show. Like, all right, these, these two turns are rolling. Up. Take Let's a go. break, <laughs>
2: take a break. Everybody, go get nachos, especially having yeah. GoPros on their interior. like, what the hell? Is, <laughs> why are they videotaping yeah. these?
1: <laughs> What's the drone doing out there? Yeah.
2: Perfect, yeah, perfect, good stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I looked at the slips, they both vehicles ran 83 miles an hour stock. Um similarly matched. i mean it really came down to the starting line which Mm -hmm. was which had a pretty big impact on the outcome right i mean like two cars in the starting line pretty much cost you (laughs) (laughs) again we will talk about this all right (laughs) i
0: had it on traction control Uh, i did not have uh, i did not have all the insight of how to launch the truck properly Um, after uh, after we learned that truck reacted entirely different Um, pulled out of the hole a lot harder made boost right away and um yeah it was a lot fun to drive yeah yeah
1: i'm gonna shift that i'm gonna shift the focus to to dj now and walk me through your starting line etiquette with the canyon or the jeep how are you
2: i mean put yourself there dj walk me through drag racing usually using the same thing as what i do with the drag truck pull up to line i got my left foot on the brake right foot on the gas wait till i trigger that first light Start giving a little bit of throttle, roll into that next light, and then once I see the tree start going down, I'll start boosting up. And as soon as that third yellow light hits, I'll off the brake and go hopefully not red lighted, hopefully have a good reaction time. And
1: what you're failing to tell us, and you also failed to tell Jamie, was that you click the traction control button before you roll into the staging beams. Yeah,
2: my first pass I forgot about it too. I found out the hard way, which it fell on its face. I, I beat you. <laughs> yeah, that was the one time Jamie did beat me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, failed to turn traction control off. I boosted it up, and she left the brake, just fell on its face, and ABS light came on. And
1: That's all right. That happens. So, okay, both vehicles, 16083 is a pretty, pretty standard run for the Jeep or the Canyon stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the, the Canyon on the Dyno. We picked up 52 horsepower, 80 foot-pounds of torque. We put the tune on it at the drag strip. What happens when you click into tune five? Tune four, sorry. What happens when you add 50 horsepower to this thing? The truck, me woke up
0: after figuring out a little snafus about pre-launch etiquette. Uh, Huge difference. Again, came out of the hole a lot harder. RPMs picked up really quick, and it just kept pulling. Even where uh, I wasn't boosting it correctly, traction control on, DJ would take me off the line. He'd he'd walk me by two lengths. uh, But the canyon was pulling them, and I just ran out of track. You can look at the mile an hour, and it was moving. It it definitely, when it made power, it was making power
1: consistently, going through the gears crisp and moving the truck down the track, and I was catching them. Yeah, Um, I saw you picked up three miles an hour or so maybe about a half second. Yep. Um, Um, Not quite as much as I would have expected. I'm kind of curious to review the logs and see if maybe – uh, I was getting a little warm towards the end of the track and pulling fuel or something. But I know driving the truck, it's night and day. Yeah, Oh, yeah. It's it, it's fun. It's reactionary. You, you throttle down. The truck moves. It uh, it sounds better, crisper. It, it's more energetic, absolutely. Yeah. Good summary. So, I mean, those are all the things we come to expect when we tune to 6.6 or 6.7 or, I guess, a Ford. I don't know. I haven't driven one. Um, so, you <laughs> these people buying these things they're buying eco diesels they're buying duramaxes uh baby duramaxes the new titans out the five liter so we're gonna have guys buying those we're gonna have guys looking for tunes for those um what what is your how would you characterize the difference in uh, the feel of the truck compared to if you're coming from a three-quarter ton truck what's the difference you know what i mean The immediate difference, obviously,
0: is the size, Um, the nimblism of the 2.8 versus, you know, a 6.6, parking ability, maneuverability, ride and comfort, dramatic difference. Um, The way the truck makes power, um, the way it sounds, again, very different in comparison. Your full-size trucks, power is more ample, seems like it moves through the cycle much, much sooner. Throttle progression, a little more aggressive, and just standard tune um, yeah. when you come to the
1: 2.8. I would say my first, my first impression of the 2.8 when I got in it was that it just felt like a sewing machine, mm-hmm. like as soon as it started up. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, do you have, what are your thoughts, DJ? I mean, what, you, drove, you drove both these things. You drive 6.6. Six, you know, you drive 700 horse, 800 horse trucks daily. Um, would you be interested in changing from one of your
2: high horse 6.6 six to one of these little trucks? i mean for a daily driver aspect yeah it's definitely a comfy ride and has a little get up you need to you know maneuver past a car if they're going slow or something or get through traffic yeah you know it has has the pickup bed so you can put your stuff in there if you got to run down in town real quick to get some wood or something mm-hmm. you know definitely a nice daily driver for you know the average joe looking for something
1: yeah but not for street racer dj
2: no not for me no <laughs>
0: I mean, let's, most, most folks who buy the full size, you know, I'll consider myself one of those consumers, you buy it for pulling or power, right? When you yep. get into a three-quarter ton diesel, you're either pulling something or you want to make high horsepower. Yep. You're not going to buy for the comfort. You're not going to buy for the ride. You're not going to buy it for the maneuverability. Sure. You get into the 2.8, you sacrifice the power, you sacrifice the payload, but you gain huge fuel efficiency. You're still wrapped up in a truck. It has a lot of comfort around it as well as capability. Yeah. So, you know, kind of two different consumers, um, but at the same time, they marry some of the commonalities together, and, and, and they put together a nice package.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. And it, it's nice that you touch on the mileage, because, I mean, that's a that's a big thing for people considering this purchase. They're going from, you know, if you're looking at a three-quarter ton truck or you're driving a full-size truck, and now you're going to consider EcoDiesel or the, or the little Duramax, um, I mean, you're going to go from mid-teens to high teens, daily driving, to... 26 to 30 miles a gallon, which yep. is what I typically see on, and I'm sure on your week with the truck, you saw something similar. Yep. yep. Um, and I will say towing with the truck, I towed a 5,000 pound load, 400 miles uh, last week and 16 miles a gallon, like that's a pretty nice, pretty nice mileage figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was impressed, you know, <laughs> like that holds up all right. Uh, but we're going to get into that a lot more in our, in our video of the of the uh, 2.8 liter duramax versus the eco diesel um final thoughts on this guys where do we take this thing next i mean yeah it's
0: uh the truck is great when it's tuned up um it'd be nice to uh massage a little bit more power in it um i don't know how far you can push a 2.8 um but uh a little broader torque band a little more horsepower
1: i think would serve it very well yeah
0: um, <clears throat> I know the towing rating is at seventy seven hundred pounds. The towing pricing. rating
1: on the 2.8 is seventy seven hundred pounds. I I don't feel like we have the the power for seventy seven yeah, hundred yeah, pounds.
0: That, that's the point to make, right? We had uh, the, the the Nova and the trailer combined fifty five hundred pounds, roughly thereabouts. Yeah, and it, it was it was tasked. It was a challenge at times, not so much from the power, but the chassis and you know, the more aggressive tunes. The truck reacted great, mm-hmm. but at the same time it'd be nice to have some baseline power increase, you know. What well, and I involves. think with the
1: gauges on the truck you're starting to see the limits of the turbocharger sure. as well. right? Like, Even with the factory tune-up on the truck, the, the EGT gauge goes to 1500 degrees on a long grade, which is a little scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to seeing that on a stock tune. Um, but as we turn the truck up, you, you know, it climbs quicker to 1500 and can crest 1500. So I think uh you know checking out some turbo options. Yep. Uh, the transmit the nice thing is the transmission feels are really nice in both vehicles. Yeah. Um so I think we got some room to grow here maybe 300 horsepower canyons in our future. That'd be tough. <laughs> that be that. Do you think you could beat DJ if I gave you 300 horsepower? Probably canyons? not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't tell you everything, man. I mean it's that's, just, part, that's, not... that's a street racing yeah, secret. Yeah, it's like right? a th- thought we were thought we were good like that no I guess
2: not <laughs> so next time next time i mean you said you, you had nick give you the big tune so i was like all right let him, let <laughs> him go see how bad Told it him is. to bring the stick yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
1: before we go i just want to touch on the eco diesel like why didn't we tune the eco diesel what's the hold up with the eco diesel and the issue with the eco diesel is not that it can't be tuned it's that to tune it you have to remove the ecm split the ecm in half and solder a wire onto the back of the ecu um, and then to go back to stock likewise the same thing and that's a little more invasive than i'd like to work uh, especially a on a scaled business model you can imagine if we're doing 25 of those in a month that there's a potential to fail an ecu and then you get in a situation sure. where you know you got to work with that customer on that and that's never a pleasant thing so that's why we're not tuning the eco on scale can it be tuned yes uh, 30 40 horsepower out of it i think is pretty realistic you'd probably see similar gains at the track you know going from 83 to 86 or 87 miles an hour uh, but don't expect that from us anytime soon. It doesn't look like there's a, a crack to get in to tune it through the OBD port. So we're going to focus on the 2.8 liter moving forward. Four-position switchable tuning with TCM tuning. I think it's fun.
0: Yeah, it is. It's impressive. If uh, you get a
1: chance to drive one, or you want to stop by and uh, you know take a ride in ours, I would I'd encourage it. Thank you, gentlemen. DJ Jamie, appreciate you. Thank you. you next time. I'm Nick. Thanks. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer
0: of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook, or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com, or Danny at DuramaxTuner.com.
2: Uh, did some daily driving, and then really just first time driving it was uh, at the drag ship, full throttle. Yeah, which is typical
1: of most test drives that you do. <laughs> just... It's kind of our resident uh, resident drag racer. DJ's got a lot of seat time in the race truck. Um, hot rodder, right? Yeah. Mechanic here. At CPS. Street racer. Street racer. And involves going fast. All right. So yes, you are a Stig. <laughs>